0: Your horse training questions answered. Answered. Welcome to the Carson James Podcast. Your weekly boost of horsemanship. No jargon, no fluff, and no BS. Just natural, proven solutions that work. And now, here's Carson James. Alright, welcome to the podcast. And today we're going to be talking about basically how to fix any horse problem. And you can almost definitely, let's say 95% of the time, fix anything that's going on with your horse by going back to the basics. And when I say back to the basics, I mean everything that you would do with a colt, like within his first one or two weeks of riding. And... That would involve uh, fencing, having him move his feet. So, you know, a lot of people, when they have a horse that's spooky, they desensitize him. Well, that's not really going to build his confidence. That's just going to get him used to objects. So the better that the human can get at communicating all of these different things to a horse, whether it be saddling, standing still to be mounted, uh, letting you handle his feet for the farrier, trailer loading, uh, catching, all of those things. So, at, at every single clinic that we have ever done, and we've done hundreds of them all over the country, there is always, you know, a certain amount of horses there that are just really, really troubled, like lost as a rock at the bottom of the mariana trench and because of that they're going to be spooky and buddy sour and have magnets and be inattentive and you know their minds are just in a really 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 bad place so the way we fix those horses is by just doing a lot of the times it's just a few basic things that we do that really get some going good and a few of those basic things would involve uh, just getting him lighter to the halter getting him thinking more about the human and the groundwork uh, doing the buddy sour exercise to where we kind of work him hard around the buddy and then let him have rest when he's away from the buddy so just a you know when a human becomes more aware of all these little things that go on like Hey, did you notice he came up into your space a little bit right there? You should fix him and put him back. Uh, Hey, do you notice he's kind of watching you, whereas before he wasn't? Just little things like that. And when the human becomes aware of all of these little things that the horse is trying so hard to get across to the human, well, then the horse will immediately know when the human is becoming aware, right? So uh, horses have this amazing ability to interact with a person and pretty much right off the bat know that person's awareness level and what kind of person that they're dealing with. And that is what will mostly determine how relaxed or on edge a horse is. So, you know, when we talk about going back to basics, uh, a lot of people may not really know what that is or exactly what to do. Well, the nice thing about it is it's more about how you do it than what you do. So anything you're doing, if it's done with good timing and clarity and confidence, then that's going to greatly uh, determine whether or not it, it kind of comes through to the horse and he is then able going to uh, or if he's going to be able to start relaxing or not so we'll just kind of go over some some very basic things here and you would be amazed at how many horses can't do these things uh, for example, we just answered an email a little bit ago about this horse that was spooky and inattentive and buck sometimes and then the person who sent the email they said, when I go to dismount, he jumps sideways. Okay, well see, that's their problem right there. They're trying to ride around and do things with this horse to where he's he's even afraid of a human being up on his back or climbing off of his back. See, you can't It doesn't really work to take a horse that's basically in first grade and try to get on him and ride him around like he's in fifth grade. You're always going to have these problems. So here's a couple really good things you can do with your horse to kind of check him out and see where he's at. So one of them is, can he, like, say you have him in a pen or a corral, can you have him do walk trot transitions going, you know, seven or ten laps in one direction and then have them stop and go the other way. Uh, you would be blown away to find how many horses cannot actually do that. Or if they do it, it'll be really off. Like they'll, they'll be really explosive asking them to go or speed up or they'll be really, really heavy where it's like you have to work way, way too hard to get them going. Okay. We'll see. Even with that simple exercise alone, there is in those scenarios I just gave, there is a pretty big distance between what the human was thinking they wanted to see happen and what actually happened in with the horse. Uh, another one is lunging. Uh, You'd be amazed at how many horses can't simply lunge at a walk. And even more so, how many cannot simply do a direction change without coming in and crowding the human. You would be blown away at how many horses cannot lead around and be able to be six or seven feet behind the human. And then be able to be up by the human's side or getting him to do those two simple things is a whole lot of work. Uh, A lot of horses cannot stand still while you back up away from them out to the end of the lead rope. So then when it comes to standing still to be mounted, for example, a lot of horses can't do that or, or or they're at least not very sure about it. So you notice there I said sure. So the sureness level and the confidence go hand in hand. Uh you'd be amazed at how many horses cannot uh you couldn't walk up to them and get them to lower their head real nice and easy. Or if they did, it might take more than three seconds and more than, you know, just the slightest touch or the slightest uh slightest amount of down pressure on the halter. And these are all Very basic, little, easy things to where you can build in and or clean up the two-way communication that's supposed to be taking place between the horse and the human. See, people are generally pretty good at trying to get their horse to do what they want. But the problem is, is they're not very good at reading what the horse is saying back to them. So they're not very good at reading when the horse is a little bit stuck or a little confused or not real certain. Uh, Another example of going back to the basics, there was this horse that wouldn't lunge to the left. So for about two minutes, I had the human just take the pressure away the minute he kind of looked over to the left. And then after about 3 minutes she was very easily able to get him to turn and begin lunging to the left where all this time she had been trying to turn his whole body and it was just too much he wasn't it wasn't coming through it wasn't making sense to him so all she had to do was break it down to you know second grade and then fifth grade just automatically was there waiting right once right when third grade got really good so um, uh, another common one is every, every single person who sends an email or ask a question, they say their horse's groundwork is good, but then every single clinic that we go to, uh, only 30 seconds into the groundwork that we do at these clinics, there's not a single horse there that can do it. Or, you know, there may be a few, but They're not doing it as good as what we're trying to get it to. Uh, For example, when I say, uh, everybody stand out to the side of your horse. So be like 10 feet off to the side, kind of right even with his withers. And just wiggle the rope a little bit and see if you can get him to back up a step or two. Well, most of the time what happens is right when the human gets out there, the horse turns and faces him without the human even asking the horse to do that. So, see, there's all of these little things that you can start doing with your horse. And if you're getting real particular about it, and you're really watching him and reading him, he will very, very, very clearly tell you that he is not nearly as sure about all of these things that we ask them to do as you might think. And remember also groundwork is not being able to catch a horse and lead him around and have him be gentle. That's just a horse being gentle. Groundwork is having refined control of the feet and the mentality of the horse while on the ground. And there are varying levels of quality of that. So your goal should be to get all of these little things to where they're you know, to a 90 to 95% quality, meaning you can get your horse to do just about, to have just about any thought you would want him to have while you're on the ground. And it shouldn't take, you know, three and a half, (coughs) excuse me, it shouldn't take three and a half or four pounds to get him to do it. And it also shouldn't take, this is an example, it shouldn't take, uh, You know, it shouldn't take 10 seconds to get him to back up four steps. You know, he should be more fluid and more sure and more alert and energetic than that, right? So, he should have more try than that. Uh, Another very, very common one is... A lot of times a horse is way heavier to a leg than he should be. And then the other half of those horses is overly sensitive to a leg and that i'm gonna expound on that a minute there's you know there's not really a way for a horse to be overly sensitive you just want them to be super super light but what i'm talking about are those horses to where if you barely touch them with a leg they speed up very easily but it's in a very bothered high-headed tense back uh just very tense choppy body movement and frame of mind so there's no relaxation and no flow to it so uh, an example of this would be like a horse that was really hot and goey. so see when you when you break it down and go back to the basics with a more keen and particular eye when you try to do all these things you will find that you'll say oh man well that did take more than a couple ounces and that did take more than 3 seconds to get him to have the thought that I was wanting him to have and you probably will say even when he did have it he he moved and you know he he seemed pretty unsure about it meaning it was kind of hard to get him to do it so going back to the basics is where you begin to improve the quality of all of these simple little pieces of communication that are not nearly as strong as they should be and once you kind of build up that and improve the sureness in that horse well then that's going to be the real way you get a really good foundation laid and most likely avoid problems when you go up to the bigger things like actually riding him around and asking him to turn and stop and back up and all these different things. So always be willing to go back to the basics and find anything that is not absolutely 95% perfect. 11 out of 10 times when I say 11 out of 10, meaning he is so sure about it. He doesn't respond really good, you know, two out of three times he responds really good four out of three times that's kind of how critical you're wanting to be of basically in a sense perfection meaning the horse is very sure and knows exactly what you're thinking you know exactly what he's thinking and you can have him have the same thoughts that you're having and this would also apply to the riding stuff but a lot of the times it's easier for people to see and kind of catch what all they have missed, which is usually a ton of little things if they start on the ground. So always be willing to go back to basics. Your answer for just about anything going on weird with your horse is going to be way back down the line as some kind of foundation type thing. Even if it's just... You know, he needs to get better at walk, trot, lope, you know, something like that. It's always going to go back to the basics and never forget that. You've been listening to the Carson James podcast. Real, simple, horsemanship. Subscribe now to get new questions answered every week. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, drop us a review and share it with your horsey friends.